This is your host, Amy Orsno, and welcome to the Transmit Safety Podcast, a podcast that will help you achieve a holistic approach to workplace health and safety with practical solutions introducing new or alternative ways of approach to put that value of safety into action. So fill up that workplace-approved beverage of your choice and tune in to today's episode. Want to know one of the biggest opportunities I see missed every single day when talking with clients? It's how to leverage your professional network. And missing this is leaving missed connections and untapped resources on the table. But you might be thinking, I've got nothing to give. Lies. Everyone has something to give. Dig in. Get to work. Figure out ways that you shine. Take the time to create a list of what you'd like to learn or what areas in health and safety interest you. This will help you create content, but also connect with people within your sphere. Now, using social media isn't just a random like or a ghosted follow. No, you can't network online without actually connecting with people. And it's more than that. It's about connecting with people authentically, even when you don't need something from them. You're there. You're interacting with people. You're sharing articles you found that are interesting to you or sharing a study that you might think is interesting to your network. And don't get me wrong, social media is great, but this doesn't just have to be on your social media. Consider your email as part of your network strategy. Here's another example of a missed opportunity, going to events and not making connections to take outside of the event with you. So in-person training, virtual training, you better be getting those contact lists, making those connections, whether or not it's on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, or grabbing their email address. Here's one of the things that I use when I'm going to an event, virtual or in-person. I post about it on social media and say, hey, I'm going to be attending this event. Who else will be there? That drives interaction. That lets me know who I'm going to find at the coffee station or find in the networking lounge. And it also drives and gives you an opportunity to connect with the speakers before you attend their sessions. Let the speakers know, hey, I'm going to so-and-so conference or I'm going to be at your so-and-so workshop and I'm really looking forward to it. That gives you an easier way to introduce yourself when you're at that in-person event. Don't forget to connect with them after the event as well. Maybe ask a question as a follow-up for something that you noted during their presentation or simply reach out to say, hey, I really enjoyed your session. I enjoyed specifically A, B, C. That allows them to respond back and give a little bit more of an interaction opportunity. You might be shy about sending a connection request to your idol, to somebody who you look up to, but remember, they're people too. In fact, I'm going to 
I was trying to think about when was the last time I sent a friend a, a meeting request or a friend request or I made a, you know a connection request and it was denied. And really, I couldn't remember the last time that had happened. So it's been forever since I've sent a connection request that went unaccepted. And I'll give you a, a strategy on how to do that in a little bit. All the time you're interacting with people online or in person, you're building authentic connections by being your authentic self. I'm a self-proclaimed introvert. When I tell people that, they are shook because of how I present myself virtually at events and also in person at events. And you know what? That's okay. Because I know as an introvert that networking isn't all about being loud and going up and handshaking people that I've never interacted with. I figured out how to make things work for myself. Because, yeah, I find that small talk awkward AF. I'm just going to say it. So that's generally why in-person events, you'll find me at the coffee station. And I always have a quick reason to be like, oh, I got to go. I got to go talk to that person or I've got to go. So I have kind of like my, my exit strategies. But you know what? That's okay. Dory Clark, an author of Reinventing You and Stand Out, How to Find Your Breakthrough Idea and Build a Following Around It, gave some really interesting advice when it comes to being an introvert and networking. They said introverts can play to their strengths by inviting people for one-on-one coffees, hosting smaller gatherings, and networking by perhaps writing those online blog posts, attracting others to them. All of those little small strategies can feel less emotionally exhausting than going up and talking to random strangers. A Forbes article that I was reading was giving some tips on how to leverage your network. And one that I really liked was don't hold back for asking for help from your professional network because they are there waiting to help you. They are there waiting to help you, but asking for help online, yikes, publicly, here comes the fear of looking stupid, fear of being, feeling embarrassed and a sense of, you know, maybe potentially inadequacy, but I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Are you ready? Everyone feels those things. Everyone has times and places where they feel like they might be looking stupid or they might feel embarrassed or they have that imposter syndrome. You are not alone in that. When you are struggling to kind of realize, okay, well, if I can't ask a question or if I don't want to ask a question, that's okay. It can maybe take some time for you to work up to ask for questions publicly on a, on a LinkedIn post. But what about those private chats? What about sending an email to somebody in your network or a small group of people within your network to say, hey, I have a question about this. Little steps. Take little steps. Speaking about steps, if you're my age, and I'm not telling you my age here, but if you're around my age, an elder millennial, pre-internet, do you remember playing Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon? This was a game that was before the age of the internet, before you could easily look things up. So what would happen is that somebody would name an actor, anyone, any actor, 
any genre, any age, any category, any gender, and the other person would have to make a connection to Kevin Bacon within six steps. The fewer steps that you took, the more points that you got. So I just finished watching the most recent episode of She-Hulk, which has Tatiana Maslany. So here's an example of how it goes. Tatiana Maslany is in She-Hulk with Tim Roth. Tim Roth was in Pulp Fiction with, with Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson was in Jackie Brown with Robert De Niro, and Robert De Niro was in Sleepers with Kevin Bacon. Boom. <laughs> so, so when you think about your professional network, maybe you know you're you're a little bit nervous or shy about reaching out to somebody who's not immediately in your network. So play six degrees of the safety professional and see how your network can make your network grow and expand. The most recent example of how to leverage your network to make more connections came with Tiffany, who was a guest speaker on the podcast. She shared her experience on how we met on social media through a shared connection, and her post about her experience on the podcast blew up. Shares and likes and comments So within this one post, I gained new connections and interacted in a thread with some very wonderful people that, to be honest, I don't think I ever would have met before. Too many health and safety practitioners think that they don't have time to nurture their professional network. Now, again, you want to be authentic to yourself. And if you feel like you don't have the time to nurture a professional network, I'm going to give you a few ideas, especially when you are isolated in your companies and you don't have somebody to knock on their door and say, hey, I got a second. I got a question. A very good perk of your professional network is just that tapping into those resources. So if this is starting to sound like something you're thinking about, something that you want to engage with and build your professional network, Let me give you a few examples. I want you to know that building an engaged professional network doesn't have to take all day. Here are some actionable ways for you to grow and nurture your network. First and foremost, number one, set up those social media accounts that you want to use. If you don't like Twitter, don't get on Twitter. If you don't like LinkedIn, don't get on LinkedIn. Now, here's kind of my caveat for that. I'm on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram when it comes to my professional network, not Facebook. Facebook is where your grandmother is waiting for you to post pictures of her traditional family recipe that she gave you over the last holiday gathering. So find your professional networks, find out where those people that you want to interact with are, create those accounts. Make a list of influencers, professional thought leaders, and even well-known volunteers within your community. Send them a connection request. But don't just be that that generic blank, hey, I'd like to connect. Really put some thought into it. And again, this doesn't have to take a lot of time. So really put a thought into a personal message. An example, hey, Amy, I've been listening to your podcast and would like to connect with you here on LinkedIn. That lets me know, Amy, the person that you're trying to connect with, what sparked your interest in wanting to connect with me. Once you've created those social media accounts, go ahead, 
start to like, start to comment, or start to share. That can be five to 10 minutes every day within your network connections. Spend that time interacting with their content, the content that you like, and with the people that you want to get to know better. If you're attending that conference or professional development course coming up, make sure to reach out, connect with those instructors, connect with those speakers. And again, create a post to say, hey, I'm excited to connect with people as I'm attending this, insert the event name here. Now, if you're not ready to start writing and creating your own content, that's okay. Here's my tip number five, share other people's content. If you're not ready to start your own content, another easy way is to share one of your connections content. They've got posts, they've got blogs and articles or podcast episodes that can be shared to your network and make sure to write a little blog about why you think it would be a good read for people in your network. And don't forget to tag the person whose content that you're sharing. These are just a few easy ways on how to start to build and leverage your professional network. So now it's your turn. Go ahead. Get out there and start networking. That's it. You've made it to the end of another Transmit Safety Podcast. What I want you to do now that you have listened to this episode, go ahead, find me on LinkedIn, Twitter, or Instagram using Transmit Safety. 